I love you, but this is an environment where uh, you're either going to win or lose, and my intentions is to win. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. You're watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. My name is TK Trinidad, and today we have an amazing show, and of course, nothing but amazing guests. Today we have the wild child, Impact, not TNA Knockout, excuse me, Jody Threat. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I am wonderful. I can't complain. So uh, let's start with a very, you know, important question. What is the one thing that you love about Dodger? Dodger? Oh, my God. He is so <laughs> supportive. That's what I love most about him. He always does, supports me. <laughs> yeah. Does, does, he like, does he, like, sense, like, when you're certain moods and kind of gives you that energy back? Absolutely, absolutely. And he's always by my side. He's literally my ride or die, thick and thin, uh, and will mess up a B word if anyone gets up at my grill. Basically. I like it. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> so this weekend's going to be a really big weekend for you. So congrats, uh, congrats on being an entrant in the Knockouts Ultimate X match for Hard to Kill this Saturday. Um, so I know, I'm, I know you don't want to give too much of the game plan, but how do you go about preparing for this? Uh, talking to some mentors, uh, that was the big one and just understanding like how one wins a match like this. And the advice I was given is get the X, Jody, just get the X. Um, and so how I've been kind of preparing is just, uh, in the gym, really focusing on that upper, up, upper body strength, going mm. to jiu-jitsu a bit more for like my grip strength, uh, and really trying to like, uh, channel baby Jody, because fun fact, when I was a young child, monkey bars were my thing. I like it. I like it. Um, so now I'm going to ask you to describe each person in the Ultimate X match with one word. Alicia Edwards. Straight up. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I like how you said it quietly too. Like <laughs> um, Tasha Steeles. You know, I haven't been able to get to know Tasha too well yet. Um, she was injured while I was coming in. We've shared the locker room, I think, only once. So, mm -hmm. wild card. Okay. Zaya Brookside. She is a wrestler. So, um, how would I? Wrestling. <laughs> uh, Giselle Shaw. Another bitch. No. Um, oh, man. Tactful. <clears throat> And Danny Luna. That's my girl. Um, she's one to look out for. Um, hard hitting. Okay. I like it. So it's it's nice that you can kind of put them in these categories so you kind of know what to expect. Um, another great thing that's happening, which, you know, we're all really excited about is the fact that, you know, Impact Wrestling is now officially TNA once this happens on Saturday. What is it like to be part of that history? Uh, it's very very cool um growing up i did not watch wrestling it was only when i started to train that i really dove in and uh, binge watched a lot of stuff um but i understand um what tna means to wrestling as a whole um and i i don't i don't even have the words like it, it gives me it like literally gives me goosebumps thinking about uh that i get to be a part of like that name legacy 
So it's obviously mm-hmm. Impact is TNA, but like just having that nostalgic name and understanding what that name TNA means to so many people in wrestling, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's like a, a really neat thing to be a part of, like a really like a movement. It feels like almost almost. Yeah, you've been uh, you've been with uh, Impact or TNA for almost almost a year. So what's the feeling like? You were doing an interview and you said it's almost like going to wrestling university. So now, kind of being there for you know a long time. What, what's, how would you sum up your time there? Um, it's the same. Like, I feel like I'm done like year one of university and I have another, another three years to go. And in fact, if I really want to, I can go get my master's degree, which is another, you know, one or two years and maybe a doctorate. And I could do that all at, uh, at TNA, right? Like it's, uh, my feelings are the same. Everyone is so supportive. Um, the knowledge is like bountiful. Um, you think you'll learn something but then you realize, oh my God, there's like that much more to learn on that particular topic. Like you get thrown into all these new situations. Like even this match uh, on Saturday in Vegas, you mm-hmm. know, like I've never done one of these ultimate X matches. So even that, like, I feel like I'm a, a baby again in wrestling, trying to understand how one like operates in, in this sort of environment, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, definitely with filming it for it to be on television, like what are the things that, you learned that like you're constantly reminded of in you know now being part of this company absolutely um i think the the biggest thing is like when i am not necessarily setting up for my moves but like when i'm finishing off my move um just to be very cognizant of where cameras are where people are uh and that sort of thing to be able to get the best shot of what it is i'm trying to do before i feel like i thought about it in a um like a, a less holistic way. And I'd be like, okay, I just need to like pick up this person and I could move my body and just hit it. So the camera gets it. But like, mm-hmm. why not be able to set it up from like pick up to finish in a very fluid motion where I don't necessarily have to uh, unnaturally move for the camera to catch the move. The key is to be natural with what you're doing and get the right angles. And so now you feel like, Cause you know, when you kind of learn something new, it becomes like you're, you're, you're hyper aware now, do you feel like it's getting like secondary or where do you feel like in the process of, of everything? I feel like I'm year two of university of a four year program. <laughs> so I, I understand. And I understand when I'm not doing it. So it's not 100%, but I'm at least at a point that like when I'm not doing the thing I want to do, I can recognize that I'm not doing it. And I understand what I need to do next time. Nice. And I mean, there's so many vets. I mean, the one I always think of is obviously Gail. Um, Has she given you any advice either even going into this match this weekend or just in general that you're it kind of just light bulb went off? Everything that comes out of Gail's mouth is like one of those moments. I can't even like specifically like pinpoint. um, One thing, because I just feel like whenever I get to have her as an agent, which is not all the time, but I, I feel so lucky when I do have her as an agent because the way she looks at it, the way she like describes it too, it's just very digestible and you're able to like really take away tangible uh, things from what she says. And I, I really like how she guides too. It's not like she's like, do this. It's more like, okay, I see where you're trying to go. Have you thought about maybe trying it this way? You know, so it's still your flavor, but she's just trying to guide you versus like, um, scold or direct or anything like that so yeah very um yeah she gives me that vibe too yeah yeah 
Um, and then on top of that, I mean, the, you also trained with Joss Alexander and Ethan Page. Um, what advice have they given you that's kind of stuck with you as well? Uh, so Josh is my trainer. Um, he has given me so, again, one of those people that whenever they speak, like it, it's like profound. Um, but he, he is literally the reason why I'm able to wrestle half as decent as I, I can. Um, so again, I cannot, I can't even pinpoint, like, it's just, there's so much and you have so many conversations with these people that it's like, it's, it's just, they literally shape you. It's not one particular thing with, uh, Ethan page. Uh, he really, uh, work with others and how to do things in a way that, um, everyone sort of wins. Um, very character driven and making sure that um, I understand the importance of, of social media. That's always been advice that I go to at him for is stuff regarding social media. But mm -hmm. what I've learned from him just watching him is that he, on his way up is he always created spaces in his car and always made sure that um, if there was an opening, he would, he would bring us along. So I think that like what I've taken away from him is that community and that, uh, that brother or sisterhood that goes along with it and, and what that means and how it helps not just me, not just you, but like wrestling as a whole. And, you know, with this weekend happening, it's going to be at the Palms Resort in Las Vegas. Um, I mean, obviously you're getting ready for the match, but are there other things that you're looking forward to? Or are you going to have time to do any other things in, in Vegas? I have a feeling, unfortunately, my focus is so much so going to be on the wrestling, especially like this uh, Ultimate X match on Saturday. Like it's... Um, it's a lot, right? Like you have mm -hmm. six of us in there. Uh, two of those females I've never shared a ring with at all. Um, everyone is so talented and it's just like such a new environment. I really think that my focus will be there, but it's fine because truly I've been to Vegas, like maybe uh, like I would say like 12 times in my lifetime. Okay. So if I used to date a guy from Vegas, you know, so I've been there, done okay. that, but it'll be nice to visit. <laughs> I like it. I like it. And then what does it mean to be, you know, you, you've, it's not like you just started, you've been wrestling for a period of time, but what does it mean to be a, what, what does it mean to be a TNA knockout? What does it mean to be a TNA knockout? Um, it means a few things. Um, it means that a people have seen value in what I'm able to do, which is, um, a really good feeling it kind of validates all the hard work and sacrifices that you make to get to a certain level um what else does it mean uh it means that um i guess my authenticity and how i present myself in wrestling has also been valued so it's, it's really cool and then how would you i know there's some women that you haven't been able to um wrestle with as yet but how would you describe the locker room compared to other locker rooms, um, you know, in the past? Um, the support that exists specifically in the TNA knockouts locker room. And I've said this on multiple uh, podcasts and outlets um, is unmatchable. Truly. Like even going back to like my very first day, everyone went out of my way or out of their way to make me feel super comfortable uh, make sure I had everything I need. I feel like people are truly there to to rise and they want everyone around them to rise and they understand that like, you know, metal sharpens metal. So we want everyone to be good so that 
wrestling could be good, that the mm-hmm. knockouts wrestling could be good. So, um, I, like, it, it's unmatchable. It's uncomparable. It's just completely different. And it's so cool and so empowering to be in a locker room full of, like, like-minded women. It's, it's, it's neat. And then what's the goals? We're, we're, you know, just starting 2024. What's the wrestling goals and what's the personal goals that you have for yourself? Uh, wrestling just to keep getting better. I know that's so cliche, but truly that is uh, my goal. I just, I just want to be the best version of Jody Threat that I can be uh, on all accounts, uh, whether that be like my performance in ring, uh, my strength, uh, my character, what's social media. My social media sucks. So that's a big one for me that I need to really uh, to work on. That would be my biggest goal. Um, if we're talking about goals within TNA, um, now that I've had, you know, I think I'm like eight months in, mm-hmm. uh, I, I understand the lay of the land now. Now it's time to, to get to work and really work my way to getting one of those titles. Um, I've had like a, a title shot, which obviously I fell short, but um, I want more. And, and I think mm-hmm. I'm, I'm ready to throw my hat in now that I understand what's going on. Uh, personally, I guess just enjoy life. I have a pretty good life. Just continue to enjoy it and uh, appreciate what I have and uh, keep it going, you know? And I guess, are, and are you still, are you still based out of Toronto? It's like your home base is still Toronto? Yes, it is. So what would you like, if you were to give, cause I have like my set of restaurants that I always go to when I go back, what are your like top things? Like you've been out of the country for a while, you're back home, you know, groceries are, you know, everything's cool. What restaurants, what would you suggest people, where would you suggest people uh, go? It, it depends on the neighborhood. Like, and Toronto is like small, but it's also very big. So that's a very, very, a very challenging question. Um, mm-hmm. Lately, I've been really addicted to this one particular pizza shop uh, in Lesserville, which is like the east side of Toronto, uh-huh. uh, Descendants Pizza. Okay. Um, it's the best freaking pizza I think I've ever had in my life. And like, I've traveled and eaten pizza. This is like more of like um, Detroit style pizza, uh-huh. um, but it's like better than the stuff I've had in the De- like Detroit. It's nuts. So I would, okay. I would say to send a pizza on Queen JD. Okay, there I, I could check. I'm I'm going back to Toronto soon, so I'll definitely check that out. I'm, I'm I love a good pizza. And then last question. Coffee shops like that's. Uh, I I mean, well, I heard your thing about the coffee shops, at the Timmy's versus Starbucks. But where does Second Cup fit in? Is Second Cup like just a just? I would say Second. In my opinion, uh, specifically because of the politics of like Starbucks, uh-huh. um, I would say Second Cup is ahead of both of them, and I think it's like one of those underdogs that people don't really think about. Yeah, like, it's Canadian owned. Mm-hmm. Um, their hot chocolate is unmatchable. I, w- I, would I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> yes, see, you know. And what about that, like oatmeal raisin cookie? Yes, uh huh. Come on, with your hot chocolate. That was like my go-to. I used to teach skating back in the day. And like uh-huh. after I would, you know, do like four hours of like teaching these kids how to skate. I would cross the street to my second cup and get that delicious hot chocolate with a little bit of whipped cream on top and that oatmeal raisin cookie. Let's go. That's it. That's it. <laughs> and did you do the white hot chocolate too? Or just the... Just... Of course. I would switch it. You got to switch back and forth, back and forth. You know? Okay. Yes. You're speaking my language. That's because yeah. when I heard that, I was like, "But no second cup? Like, what's?" what's... People don't know about it. It's like there's not True. as many as there used to be, and people don't know unless you know. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that we both know. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, last question before we get out of here what What do you have to say to the women that you are going to compete against this Saturday? 
I love you, but this is an environment where uh, you're either going to win or lose, and my intentions is to win. There it is. Jody Threat, the wild child, where can everybody find you? Uh, Jody Threat, like literally at Jody Threat on all the social medias. There it is. Thank you so much, and good luck this weekend. You. And, you know, cheers, cheers with some uh, white hot chocolate, second cup. Thank you guys so much for watching uh, Women's Wrestling Talk. Uh, you can follow me on everything at TK Trandad. You can follow Women's Wrestling Talk on everything at www.talkpod.com. Thank you guys so much for watching Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet. Ciao, y'all. Women's Wrestling Talk, the number one women's wrestling show on the planet.